give up praise. Let's get excited this morning. Hey, man, you may be seated tonight and give a, give a clap offering for the worship team doing such a tremendous job. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm giving praise to the Lord God Almighty this morning. I'm giving glory and honor and praise to the Lord the God Almighty this morning. Come on, we're going to clap. Clap. Amen. We turn our Bibles to Psalms 145. Psalms 145. And I'm not going to take a lot of your time this morning. Oh, we dismiss the youth. Apologize. The youth, you may be dismissed this morning. Come on, give the Lord some praise this morning. Amen. Come on, give him a clap offering. If you're excited to be in the house of God, give him praise. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna enjoy this service this morning. Jesus. I don't know what you're going through, what you're facing. You need to give him praise. You need to give him praise. No matter what you're going through, praise him. Praise him that that you didn't have your kids, but now you have your kids. Praise him that you didn't have your wife, but now you have your wife. Praise him you didn't have your husband. Come on, help me praise. Come on. Amen. Let's all stand. Let's get crazy for the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, stand. Let's get crazy. Let's do something different. God wants to change. Praise him that you're no longer a drug addict. Praise him that you're no longer that cholo. Praise him that you're no longer wearing that white t-shirt, bald head, but you're wearing a tie and suited and booted for Jesus. Praise him that you got your kids back in their life. Praise him that you got your wife in your life. Praise him that you got your husband back in your life. No matter what circumstances you face, praise him that your husband is not drinking 30 beers. He's only drinking one beer. Praise him that your husband no longer or your son no longer is doing drugs, but he's in a man's home. He's in a women's home. Woo! I come to bring fire this morning. And if you're feeling down this whole week from last week, you know, from Thursday to today, I'm about to spark it up this morning. Amen. You may be seated tonight. Praise him that your husband or wife are no longer taking that many pills. I praise him because I'm no longer doing a hundred years to life. I'm praising I'm no longer that drug addict. I'm no longer that alcoholic. I allowed God. I want change. And I, I titled this message, Change Your Identity. No matter what you're facing, put God's identity. Let God be your, his identity in your life. Because when we don't have God's identity, we, we fall into our fool's ways. Oh, come on. You ain't hearing me. You argue, you... You begin to argue with your wife, or you begin to a wife argue with your husband, or or, or, or or parents begin to argue with your children. But you must keep God's identity in you. Come on, I didn't come to play around this morning. I come to uplift you. I didn't come to discourage you. I discourage your flesh, but I come to encourage your spirit that's within you. The spirit is alive, and God wants to wake up his people. We need to be a people that we learn from our mistakes and failures. Our mistakes and failures matter to God. Oh, Shatala Mosetti. I didn't know this. 
I didn't know that God can turn a gang member into a preacher. I didn't know that God could change this man. um, That had a bracelet that he cut it off. And I was supposed to have this bracelet for 28 years of my life. High risk, high control. 59 conditions. Couldn't wear blue. I didn't know that that I was able to wear a tie and a suit. Because God, I allowed God to change my life. Are you ready to let God change your life? Are you ready for God to place his identity in you? Something is about to take place in you this morning. Whether you like it or not. See, you can run, but you can only run so far. You can run for so far. That's what happened to me. I got tired of my life. I got tired of living. This cholo that couldn't even talk to anyone and look at him in the eyes. Always against the district attorneys. Always against policemen. That's my jacket, fighting police. And all of a sudden, uh, uh, only God can do that. All of a sudden, I'm working with the district attorney. Working with the gang task force. Speaking to kids. Speaking to you. That I, only, not, I didn't just change my life for them and, and for my family. But I changed my life for you. And I'm here to tell you, I love you. Because sometimes that's what we need in our lives. No matter how you are. Oh, I came to the home dysfunctional. Hello, somebody. I came in the home all jacked up. But somebody loved me. God and my pastors love me. And that's why I'm grateful and I can praise him. And I told you, sometimes we just need something different in our lives. Are you going to allow God to change you and, and, and instill something different in your life? Because all our lives, that was us. In, in, in a gang, our gang mentality, um, um, fighting with your wife, fighting with your husband, yelling at our children for no reason because our problems come and come and come. Because we have to make the rent. Because we have to pay bills. Because we have no gas for our cars to get to work. Oh, come on, somebody. God is saying, I got you. I want to let you know, church, you need to trust God. Fall in love with God. If you're, not, if you're not falling in love with God, if you're not putting God first, well, I want to challenge you. You need to start today. See, I go through my trials. I go through my tribulations. I face things every day. That's why I'm still here. The word of God in the book of Psalms, 145.14, it says, The Lord upholds all who fall. Oh, come on. I'm going to let you know that the word of God does not lie. He brings up, he talks about drunks. He even talks about tweakers. He talks about gang members, the Mexicanites, the Blackites, the Whiteites. The Filipinites. Come on, come, God, God come, come this morning to bring the joy. He's going to instill some joy in you. Where, where something's just going to, if something is coming, you're going to say, no, right, get out of here. It got the joy, 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 got the joy, joy, joy. Amen. The Mexicanites, the Parasites, the Hittites. 
Word of God also talks about, about confused spirit, being gay. That's not right. And we need to be, us as parents, if you have kids, raise your hand. We need to make sure and, and instill that in our kids that that's not right. Bring up their church, drag them to church. Hello, somebody. They live in your house. I told my children, if you're living in my house, if you're 21, 23, 24, you're going to come to church. Amen? Because that's what God's training is all about. I didn't have that. As growing up, my mom and dad compromised in a lot of things. Prideful man. All of a sudden, I became humble. Have compassion for God's people. No matter what I went through, this is what I, what I, what I used to do, what, what, I, what, what took place. Whenever I faced things and it became hard, I ran to the wrong thing. And most of you are, are, are sober. And some of you are not, but it's okay because God still loves you. God's a God of compassion. He's a loving God. He's a sweet God. Amen. God loves you no matter what you go through. It says right here, the Lord upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. God, one, come on now. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we bow our heads this morning, we just uh, lift you up, oh God. I just want to thank you, God, for being in my life, Lord, for allowing me, giving me another chance. Mm. I thank you, Lord, for your anointing that's in this place, Lord, for you being here. I thank you for your wonderful, beautiful, handsome sons and daughters that are here, Lord, that we will continue, Lord, to prosper and succeed because you're a God that helps us. No matter what we go through, no matter what mistakes we make, no matter what failures we make, that you're a God that cares. No matter what pit we dig in, that you pull us out, Lord. Father, I pray that you lay me aside. As I may decrease, I pray for your increase. Holy Spirit, have your way tonight. Not art, but you, Holy Spirit. As you lead me, teach me, guide me, and protect me. Give me direction this morning, Holy Spirit. As you open the eyes of your heart of your people and give them hearing to their ears. And help me, Lord, to encourage your people this morning. In Jesus' name, and we all say... Amen. Come on, give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. So let's go to Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 24. Man, that's beautiful presence up in this place. 24 verse 16. I'm grateful to be in the house of God this morning. I'm grateful that I have a wonderful brothers and, and, and sisters that are here this morning. You know, I'm grateful for my pastors. I can't forget. I'm grateful for my beautiful wife, Amanda. Raise your hand, babe. She's right there in the front row. She didn't want to be on sinner's row today. Come on now. But I'll, I'll come to bring God's message this morning. I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters, no matter what you're going through, trust God. Know who God is. Confía en el Señor. Pon al Señor primero en tu vida. Él lo puede ser. 
Él te quiere pasar sus bendiciones para ustedes. He wants to pass your ble his blessings to you. He don't want you to be cursed. He wants you to be blessed. Come on, somebody. Amen. He wants you to be blessed. He wants you to stay blessed. In verse 16, 24, 16, Proverbs, it says, For a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again. Oh, come on, somebody. But the wicked shall fall by calamity. Failures and mistakes can be better than... Failures and mistakes can be the ladder to success. If you're not making mistakes, then mostly, most likely you're not trying to do anything. You only make a mistake if you're doing something. I was bad, man. When I used to make a mistake, I used to beat myself up to, from the floor up. And then here I am. I, I looked for, for, for a, a, something else so that I can, so, so I can beat myself up. And then there I am beating myself up, looking for an excuse. And here I am to make the, the excuse worse. Picked up the alcohol, picked up drugs, or went to go look for a fight. Amen? Just me, just Art. He's, only, he's the only one jacked up in here. You can only make a mistake if you're doing something, not by doing nothing. Too many are held hostage by their past. I'm here to tell you, you need to get rid of your past. You need to praise him in your past. Praise him in your hurt. Praise him in your, in your pain. Because it's gone. Praise him. Come on, somebody. Too many are held hostage by their past because they are unable to get past and let go of past hurts. I'm going to give you four things. The signs of people that are stuck in their past. Because when I started putting this together, something was taking place. I didn't know it was selfish. Hello. Prideful man. Separate myself from people. Now, when I came to the things of God, I said, you know what? If I'm going to allow God to change me, I need to learn how to submit. And I need, I need to open up my heart to who's going to help me. Have some wonderful sisters that that been here. I always talk good, to brother Manuel the Salmon. He's the this, this is my brother right there, man. He helps me, even though when I don't want to hear it. He tells me the truth, because the truth will set you free. Some of us we, we we get told the truth and don't see you for weeks and months, or you go to another church because they told me the truth. God's saying. I placed you here so that you can learn. I placed you art. I, I send you to the men's home so you can learn. And it's up to you if you're going to continue on in the vision. If you're going to continue on in, 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 the, in my vision. I had to allow God to change me. I said, man, it, was getting, it's, it gets hard. I'm doing this for going on eight years. And I'm going to go till the wheels fall out. Amen. I tell the Lord, I'm, I'm going to serve you till I die. I'm going to do this till you take me, God. Because there's a lot to accomplish because I've done a lot of dirt. None of you. I talked a lot of smack. Hurt a lot of people. Damaged a lot of people. That I owe you too much back, Lord. That's why I say I'm, I need to stay here. 
I always say when I came into the things of God, I don't want to be a church hopper. I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay, and I'm going to receive correction. And I'm going to obey. And I'm going to humble myself. The only way you're going to obey and receive correction if, if you humble yourself. Keep your heart open. God wants to prepare you today. We all face things. And I want to encourage you. Forget that very thing. Trust God in it. Know who God is. He can take you out of it. He took me out and, and, and he blessed me. He'll take you out and continue to bless you. Four signs of people that are stuck. Excuses, they're excusing their failures. Number two, isolation from others. Number three, regrets. If you're taking notes. Number four, bitterness. Number one, excusing their failures. Number two, isolation from others. Number three, regrets. Number four, bitterness. In Hebrews 12, 15, let's go there. Hebrews 12, 15, it says, look carefully lest anyone fall short of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble and by this many become defiled. Oh, come on somebody, amen. God doesn't want us to be better, better, bitter. He wants to be better amongst one another. We're so quick to talk about someone. Hello, somebody. That we're called to encourage Someone. I'm going to drink to that. You know why I drank to that? Because I was one of those that I had harsh words that come out of my mouth. Even my brothers. Even my dad. Even my homies. The last days that God was trying to get a hold of me. People didn't even want to hang around with me. That's how bad I was. But God changed me. But God changed me. And he will change you if you allow him to change you. If you allow him to change your identity. At times I want to get fleshed out. But you know what? I got to remember who my God is. I got to remember who his identity, his identity that's in upon me. I got to remember that it's his character, not mine. Wants to put his character in your life. It takes hard work. It takes time, but it shouldn't take a long time, my pastor says. It shouldn't take a long time. And I hold on to that. I, I, that. I hold on to that for the rest of my life. That it shouldn't take a long time to change. Come on, when I came to the things of God, uh, I had people talking about me, and still. And we're in the church. Grumbling, laughing at me. Sometimes it hurts me, but you know what I do? Pray for them. Because that's what I learned. Doesn't give us any right to talk to talk uh, talk about one another. The, the tongue has power. Either I'm gonna encourage my wife. Or I'm going to destroy her. Or she's going to encourage me or she's going to destroy me. Believe me, women's words, when they come out, man, come on now. Ha! 
You know who you are with me? Come on now. Men. In the church. At home. Or if you're in the home. God wants us to be good examples, not bad examples. He wants us to be the light of the world. He's a, the light of the world within us. To go reach out to his people. In the men's home. At work. Women's home. In the church. Walking out. In the store. In the freeway. Oh, he cuts you off. And right away you get fleshed out. None of you. We need to learn how to humble ourselves. People think failure is their objective. Smart, smart people learn from mistakes. A little progress is better than none at all. Most success comes from taking small steps. I took long steps my whole life for 36 years of my life. Never thought that I was going to change my life. But I thank the Lord that the beautiful people that God placed in my life and the beautiful place that he brought me, that helped me. That's why I'm still here. Living word, church. I have heart for them. And they know who they are. And I have heart for you even though I don't know you and you don't know me. I love you. Because that's what God is all about. That's what Jesus is all about. We learn from our mistakes and others' mistakes also. Right away, when someone makes a mistake, oh, right away, we're at him, huh? Oh, you made a mistake. Well, you better fix it. God puts, you, God puts people in front of your face of who, who you are. See, your own mistakes. Hello, somebody. I'm here to help you this morning. I'm not here to, to talk down to you. I'm here to encourage you. I want you to just snap out of it and just go and do what you got to do for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We must guard our hearts and minds, church. Everywhere we go, we must guard our hearts, guard our minds, guard our thoughts. Think of these things in the season first in Philippians 4.8, if you're taking notes. Failure is not permanent. We must examine our mistakes. It's better to listen to this. We must examine our mistakes. That's how we learn. We learn from our mistakes. And if you're not learning from your mistakes, then that's what you want. The choice is yours. It's better to fall on your face rather than your back. Because when you fall on your face, you're still moving forward. You're still moving forward. Failure is just another step in the road of success. Circumstances in your life can be used to reveal who you are. We're all going to make mistakes, church. Experience is not what happens to you, but how you react to it. See, Peter, 1 first, first Peter 1.6, it says, Peter failed, but he got up and kept on. He kept on moving forward. Keep on moving. Uh, don't stop. Come on now. 
keep on moving, don't stop. Come on. We gotta we gotta be men and women of God to keep on keep on moving forward no matter what we go through. We need to have faith in, in the Lord Jesus Christ, church. In James chapter 2, 14 through 26, it says, What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you, don't, you, don't, you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is, no, there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do, but do you want to know? O oh, foolish man, that faith without works is dead. Faith is certainly an essential element in the Christian life. In Hebrews 11, 6, it says, With, without faith, it is, it is impossible to please God. In Ephesians 2, 8, the Christian is saved by faith. In 2 Corinthians 5, 7, the, the Christian is to walk and live by faith. In Romans 14, 23, it says, whatever we do apart from faith is described as sin. See, it's up to you what kind of faith that you want to have. And I'm going to give you three types of faith. It is important to realize, however, there are different kinds of faith. But only one that is truly saving faith. In 14, 17. One, you can have you can have dead faith. Talks about faith that you have no faith. Probably have a faith in your caddy, faith in Allah, faith in your Nike Jordans, faith in Kobe Bryant. See, I'll fail you, but God won't. Oh, come on, somebody. God will never fail you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Can this kind of faith save? No. In James 2, 17, 20, 26, James emphasized that faith without works is dead. We do if our walk does not measure up to our talk. We do if our words do not measure up to our words. We need to be aware, church. No man can come to Christ by faith and remain the same any more than he came into contact with a 220-volt wire and remained the same. Compare this to 1 John chapter 5, verse 12. The next kind of faith, because when you have dead faith, you have nothing coming. You're going to still be in the streets. You're going to still be taking your drugs. You can still be that alcoholic. I was a bad alcoholic. I was the number one alcoholic, man, in the whole world. I ended up, uh, man, that's crazy. I better not go there. The real stuff. Come on now. 
but I'm grateful. Now I get to just keep the keep keep the gloves on and just bounce back and and knock that devil down. But I know so much the devil because I come here to to praise the Lord, to fight the flesh. I walk by by faith, not by sight. Another one will will damage us is demonic faith. They talked about it in, in verse 18 and 19. Having demonic faith, you'll start talking about your brother. You start talking about your sister. And you won't even see yourself. What mistake you have. You won't even see your failures. Hello, somebody. All of a sudden, I had demonic faith. Hello, somebody. When I didn't get my ways, I get fleshed out. Somebody. Hello, somebody. They believe in God. They even believe in the deity of Christ in Mark chapter 3, 11, 12. They also believe in the existence of a place of condemnation in Luke 8, 31. And they believe Jesus will, will be the judge in Matthew 8, 28 through 29. What kind of faith do demons have? We saw that the man with dead faith was touched only in his intellect. The demons are touched also in their emotions. Well, note that they believe and tremble. This one step above a dead faith, it involves both intellect and emotions. Can this kind of faith save? No. A person can be enlightened in his mind and even stirred in his heart and still be lost forever. I want to keep it real this morning. Come on, somebody. Because God wants us to wake up. Amen? Truth. True saving faith involves something more, something that can be seen and recognized at a changed life. In James, in James chapter 2, verse 18, being a Christian involves trusting Christ and living for Christ. You first receive the life, then you reveal the life. Do we have this kind of faith? We, we do if we just believe the right things and feel the right things. We do if our service... To God does not go beyond intellectually adhering to the right doctrines, emotional experience while attending services. James has introduced us to two kinds of faith that can never save. Dead faith and demonic faith. What kind of faith do you want to have today? And every day as you walk out of these doors. Or you can have this one. Dynamic faith. That's the kind of faith that will overcome that lying devil when he was trying to get your wife down, when he's trying to get your husband down, when he's trying to get your children down, when he's trying to get your pastors down. That dynamic faith that you can have. You can pray for your sons. You can pray for your pastors. You can pray for the worship team. You can pray for the ushers. You can pray for the teachers. You can pray for the lost. You can pray for the drugs. You can pray for all, everyone, and everyone. We need to be people that have dynamic faith. My brother told me one day, let's have crazy faith together. Crazy sound man. He said, let's have crazy faith. Oh, man, he messed up. All right, come on. 
But I came a point in a time in my life where I lost crazy faith. And it was my choice. I'm going to get back into it or I'm going to stay stuck. Because when we have demonic faith and dead faith, we will not come out of it. But when you have the dynamic faith, you will come out of it. Come on, somebody. Amen. Your wife's no longer going to talk, uh, uh, talk down to you. I'm no longer going to talk down to my wife. I'm no longer going to talk down to my kids. I'm no longer going to talk to the men and women that God has placed in my life. I'm no longer going to talk down to the song men. I'm going to respect them. Because God is a God of respects. Amen. What kind of faith is this? We know from the other passage that such faith is based upon the word. In Romans 10, 17, dynamic faith involves the whole man. Not half of you. Not a quarter of you. Not a third of you. See, we bring it back into our lives because we don't want to change. The doctor tells you to take this certain pills and you want to take the whole bottle. We, 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 we're here, I was drinking when I used to drink. I started with one and I ended up with drinking the 60 or 90. All dead, all demonic. Demonic faith and, and dead faith causes that. You will not get out of it. We make a choice if we want to get out of it and we want to become a better man, a better woman of God. It's up to you. Richard makes his way this morning. It's up to you if you want to change. If you want God to do what he has to do in your life. It's up to you if you want to have dynamic faith. Because what you, I don't know what you've been going through this morning or these past couple of days. And you, sometimes it's hard to make a choice. Sometimes it's hard to have faith in God. But God says, I'm there with you. I'll always be there for you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. It's up to me that I will have a good attitude towards a brother or towards a sister. Or I can be demonic and I can be dead and disrespect them and go back to my old ways. Because I was a disrespectful person. But I'm grateful that I no longer act, I can act to it. And God is saying, I want to change you, man. I want to change your heart. I want to instill my attitude in your heart. I want to instill integrity in your heart. I want you to have a loving heart. But you got to give me a chance. You got to give me a chance. We got to give God a chance. Because he's already there. It's up to you if you want to grumble. Because when you have demonic faith and dead faith, you grumble. You no longer like the place where you're at. God said, I brought you to a place where you can, where we're going to show you. Where I want to heal you. 
Come on, somebody. Amen. You no longer don't need, don't need to bring that back into your life. You bring it back to your life because you still have demonic faith and dead faith. I brought, I took you out before. And I will, I will take you out again. Hmm. What you, what took place in you a couple of weeks ago or months ago, it's no longer there no more. Because I brought you to a place of restoration, a place of transformation. You came to the right place this morning as we all stand this morning. As we all stand this morning, as we all close our eyes and bow our heads and think about this. Because I had to come to a place. We all bow our heads and close our eyes. I came to a place where I said, I don't know if I want this. I don't know if I want this. God, I don't know. Mm. I don't know what I'm doing, God. I don't know what I got myself into, God. And God says, trust me, son. And let me do what I got to do in your life. And let me be alive in you. Let me be who I need to be in you. And I don't know what you're going through, what you have faced the last couple of days. But God is saying, you need to trust me, church. You need to trust me, sons and daughters. You need to trust me. Know who I am. I am who I am that I am that I am. I am the light of the world. I am the one that loves people. Mm. I am the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. I am the restorer of all restorers. And maybe some of you have been, some of you couples have been mistreating each other, fighting each other. And you don't know, but I'm going to let you know God is in the middle of your marriage. And he's called, you're called to prosper. You're not called to stay in your past and stay in your failures and stay in your mistakes. And maybe you, you've gone through something where I don't know who to run to. So we all close our eyes and bow our heads. Reverence to the Lord this morning. We all face something, and I don't know who to run to. I don't know what's going on, God. It feels like I'm getting harder every time I'm, I'm, I'm getting deeper in your word, every time I'm, I'm going further and building my prayer life. And, and, and I'm learning how to fast, I'm learning how to read your word, and I'm learning uh, to build a prayer life in my life. But I feel, I feel sometimes that I can't call into you, Lord. Mm. And God is saying, I'm here all the time with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And, and I'm going to tell you, church, depend on God. There's no other way but God's way. There's no other way but God's way. And the only thing that you can trust is the word of God. That's the only thing that you need to trust is me and the word, my word. Because his word don't come back void. His word don't come back void. When we have demonic faith and dead faith, those evil words will come out. You can either encourage a brother or sister, or you can destroy them. 
And I had to come to a place where I said, you know what, I need to have dynamic faith. I need to have crazy faith. Because that one brother took the time and pulled me to the side. And he said, you just have crazy faith together. When we have demonic faith and dead faith, we will not work in unity. There's so much going out there in the world that the whole government is causing division. When you go to, when I went to prison, there was division. There was the soul brothers against the Mexicans. The Mexicans against the whites. The Samoans against the Salvadorians. But now, something's taking place in prison. Southsiders against the northerners. You live up north, you're from up north. You're from down south, you're from down south. But now it's taking place in prisons where the, the north and the south are gathering together in the yard. What's taking place is Mexicans are being sold with the soul brother. It's for reals. And I'm going to tell you something. God knows what he's doing in your life. It's not the end of the world. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. See, the Lord found me at my worst. 